1: I'm Raphael. And I'm Michael. The purpose for our show is to awaken souls, develop intuition, and fulfill purpose. Well, to wake up, develop intuition, and fulfill your purpose here on Earth, it would help if you had a clear head, right? So today, we're here to help you with a few simple but powerful psychic tools you can use to regularly... Clearly clear your head and keep it clear.
2: Yes, I use mental floss.
1: Oh yes. Yes,
2: I stick it through one year and go to the <laughs> Yes, absolutely.
1: Let's start with what we mean by clearing your head. I'm sure you've had times when you felt your head was so full that it was going to explode. Or you may have felt like your head was filled with mud and you couldn't think or the chatter in your head was so noisy that you couldn't decide what to think. We all have different ways we experience our head not being quite clear. What makes our head full so that we have a hard time thinking clearly or understanding certain things? What makes us not be able to easily make even simple decisions at times? In fact, when your head is muddled, I love that word. When your head is muddled. Then I'm (laughs) befuddled. Your awareness is compromised, isn't it? And waking up means you are becoming much more aware. So you need a clear head to be more aware of everything. A stuffed sinus might make your head physically stuffy. But what stuffs, stuffs up your head on a psychic energy level? Ah, that's an important question to answer, especially if you'd like to become more aware, more psychic, more present, and last but not least, a lot happier, I might add. In the early days of video games, there was a popular one called Space Invaders. Mm, whoom, whoom. <laughs> Well, that was actually one of my favorite ones, way back when I used to do video games. That really dates me. Anyway, well, today we're talking about another kind of space invaders, psychic space invaders. And we need to learn how to deal with them, as well as how to manage all the psychic energies flying around us all of the time. This is true, especially if you are interested in furthering your spiritual development, The further along you progress on your spiritual path and development, the more psychic you naturally become. Why is that? Because psychic literally means of the soul. And the more spiritually aware you become, the more you start to live here as the soul you are, rather than believing yourself to be the body or the everyday personality that you wear. You know, that changes from day to day. Yes. (laughs) I have a good wardrobe. (laughs) Yeah. In fact, the more you start living your soul life here on earth, the more you begin to live the miracle of spirit. You start having much more access to your true inner capabilities as an immortal soul. And boy, it was really hard for me to read that or To even say that, because I almost said immoral soul. (laughs) It's as an immortal soul. As you turn on your various psychic awareness and abilities, you become more sensitive to psychic energies in general, whether they are in the form of clairsentience or feeling, this feeling of the energies, clairaudience, which is your ability to hear the energies, clairvoyance, or seeing the energies, or your intuitive knowingness the knowing of energies. Some of you are more sensitive and aware of energies that you feel, whereas others of you are more aware of energies that you hear, and so on. I think the feeling one is more common. Very few people are aware that the thoughts and the mind chatter you hear often in your head are not their own for the most part. Some of it is, but mostly not. They go on every day trying to deal with those thoughts as if they belong to them. Yet, most of those thoughts in your head are from other people. Some of you know and others who are strangers to you. Remember, everyone is psychic and you are too. In fact, you are even more psychic than you think you are. How often in a single day are you affected by others' energies? You'd be surprised to find out. So, one amazing practice to utilize every day is to clear your head psychically of all the foreign, meaning not yours, all the foreign energies from others, whether you feel them or hear them or see them. There are lots of people's thoughts, emotions, and other forms of energies flying around in the world all of the time. Most everyone tends to take on at least some of them. Many people take on a lot of it every day, usually super sensitive people. Carting around others' energies in your head not only compromises your clarity of mind, seeing, and understanding, it drags you down in your happiness and enthusiasm. Some of the energies you pick up just because you're sensitive to them, whereas others literally bulldoze into your head. Oh, boy, I've had that experience a few times. Some energies you pick up while other energies are invading your space. Musicians who write songs are sometimes very psychic. When they write a song about something like this, I can't get you out of my Mm -hmm. head. (laughs) (laughs) Or out of my head over you. (laughs) Out of my head over you. Oh, yeah, that's more like it. The great news is, however that there are simple ways and tools to practice that can help you clear all of that up and keep your head, your seeing, your awareness, and your comprehension very clear. Yeah, it's it's amazing, isn't it? You know, how do you experience when
2: when you have a full head of energy? Well, this is the amazing thing. When you meditate and start to learn to... Dump out all that stuff. <laughs> What's your your head? And in the center of your head is a sacred. It's a sacred place. It's it's a sanctuary. But most people don't treat it that way. They they think it's just you know they don't even think about it. Well, let me give you a little example. Uh, for those for you who are women and and you know a purse is a very uh, private space isn't it
1: it's like a sacred space yeah well, <laughs>
2: i'm scared of women's purses <laughs> to me it seems like it's the bermuda triangle i see so many things going in there uh, not as many things
1: coming out, but. <laughs> and sometimes they go into the Bermuda Triangle and never, you know, appear again yes. once they're well, in there.
2: If I asked Raphael for anything, hey Raphael, do you have a band aid? Do you have a toothpick? Do you have a screwdriver? A flashlight? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, what do you call those um, jumper cables? She just reaches in her purse and it all comes
1: out. <laughs> the jumper cables are in my car.
2: <laughs> but anyway, you you'd consider that very private or like in your home, your bathroom or your bedrooms much more private. It's your sanctuary. You don't have to usually deal with people snooping around and and hanging out. You know, going, hey, we're here. <laughs>
1: At least if they come in your house, they usually come to your front door or to your living room. But, you know, normally they don't go into your bedroom. Yeah, well, and especially
2: space. especially not without asking or something like that. Well, your head, inside your head, in the center of your head especially, is even more sacred. It's a totally Private space. You don't have to lend it out to anybody else. You don't have to have your, you know, relatives or friends hang out and use it like a hot tub. <laughs> and and uh, uh, until you start to really see what's going on for so many people in their head, this might sound like I'm just making a joke, and I am joking around. A lot but but really many people use other people's heads again let me give you an example uh, a recent example fairly recent example uh, one of the first times that I was in the process of buying a house well I look at the my uh, wife at that time it was in Raphael but this was years ago and when I was married before and she's really, you know, interested in buying the house. And I was too. But I I was aware that we had a certain budget. And, you know, we can fudge a little bit one side or the other, but but not completely off the charts. So the offer comes in and, and goes, or this is what, you know, they want us to pay. And And I'm going, oh no! This this is way beyond our ability to pay month after month after month. And we can come up with a down payment, but the monthly payments were way too much. We could do one or two months, but then we're going to run out of money. Well, my wife at that time is going, no, but this is this is our chance. This is the house we really wanted, and blah blah blah. And then I look at her and I go, wait a minute. Oh, you have to sit down and clear your head because there's the horror realtor is in the center of your head. (laughs) And she's trying to program you to sign without asking any questions and, and, you know, just buy the thing, just sign it. You want it? Here. And I said, that's not right. And then she finally calms down and, and oh, you're right. And she clears that agent out of her head and she goes, whoa, <laughs> okay, I'm in a very different space. We got to look at this and yes, you're right. We got to uh, get, you know, this is what we can afford. If they can't sell it to us for that price, well then, you know, that's how it goes. And so we start to, Communicate about that, and 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 go back and forth. Next thing, boom, they go. Okay, we could we could uh, work with what you you have, and great. In that case, we can buy it. So then, once it's all the deal is closed, everything's done, the realtor, our real estate agent. Goes, oh, we got to celebrate. I brought you, you know, uh, a gift and and this was a great thing. And she goes, I went to this uh, uh, course for realtors to imagine climbing into the, uh, and what she said was the, the seller's head. And I imagined them signing the contract. And I knew what she did was she went to our. Heads too. But I I saw it coming and I I didn't let her come into my head. And and then so when we cleared her out of her head, we're going, Whoa, people actually learn to climb into each other's heads to make a sale, to to get people to do what they want. Well this has been going on for a long, long time, for millennia.
1: So this was actually being taught to people, but a lot of people do this anyway, especially um, many salesmen, salesmen and women, because women do it too.
2: And people who, who want to manipulate other people, they regularly are head hoppers. As well as, where do you learn it? Oh, as kids, you learn to climb into the teacher's head to get the answers. And nobody teaches those kids. No, that's not kosher. That's not right, all right? That's like breaking in, breaking and entering. So it's time we have to start teaching people early on. Now, this isn't the correct way to have communication. In fact, when you have communication, what makes communication really work is to respect one another's space, to be who they are instead of trying to force yourself in to get what you want out of them. So we're getting ready for uh, a break, but after we come back from the break, I want to get you started on the actual practice, the meditation practice, to do the energy work so that you could clear out your head all the time, anytime, every time. And we'll teach you a, a brief way to do this so over time if you do this regularly it's going to end up being better than a coffee break you're, you're going to have so much more clarity and and uh, awareness
1: and more access to your psychic abilities and your energy well our first break is coming up and I just want to let you know we will be in Calabasas well in the greater Los Angeles area um, Saturday and Sunday, February 9th and 10th, Michael will be teaching two life-changing all-day seminars, 10 a.m. to 5 o'clock p.m. On Saturday, you'll learn to realize your soul's worth, psychic tools for loving yourself. Then on Sunday, you'll explore if it's possible, to have a love life for the awakening soul and find out how to be psychic and have a loving partnership. We hope you can join us for this extraordinary seminar weekend. Find out the details and sign up on our website events calendar section on our website micheltamora.com or call our office at 530-926-2650 during regular business hours, Pacific Time, Monday to Friday. When we return in a couple of minutes, we'll continue with Psychic Tools to Clear Out Your Head.
2: It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
3: Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you really want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune into Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions. Some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Fridays at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern on Voice America Empowerment.
1: Do you keep past regrets, hurt, pain, and disappointment with you for years or even a lifetime after the experiences? Feel free to clear the air and express yourself as a creative, intuitive, and powerful woman. Listen to Heal Past Wounds and Bring Joy Back with host Andrea Lewis. Andrea and her guests will show you that whatever happened in your past, it doesn't have to define you. Get ready to bring joy back into your life. Tune in every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment.
3: A critical expansion of consciousness is happening all around us. There are both cutting-edge technologies as well as ancient modalities that can come together to heal through frequency and resonance. On Journeys into the Heart of Vibration, host Myrrh DeMarmian and her guest experts explore these breakthroughs of vibrational healing and forms of sound. Listen in and learn every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's time for you to take a sweet and honest look at your life. Tune into Living Within the Sweet Spot with your host, Nikki Klegel. Each week, Nikki invites you to call into the program where she will connect with each listener to show the power of God's love in every unique instance. There are gracious gifts and elements of power within each one of us. You just need to discover them and find your life's purpose, live healthier and happier. Listen every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern time, 7 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment.
1: We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world. And that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment.
0: You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Radio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle.
1: Welcome back, everyone. We're so happy you've joined us this afternoon. Let's get back to teaching you some psychic tools to clear out your head so you can see more clearly and make new decisions that will help you fulfill the purpose for which you are here, along with living a happier, more psychic life. Michael, did you want to give them some of those tools? Yeah, let's start on the actual
2: practice. Okay, just like with everything else we teach, we always start with grounding. So many of you have gone through this before on our shows, but uh, for those of you just joining us for the first time today, okay, I'd like you to sit comfortably, but upright, uh, with both feet flat on the floor. All right, and close your eyes, and we always start with closing your eyes because, well, sometimes you might not be able to close your eyes uh, when you do this because of the environment you're in or whatever, but when you're practicing alone and in a quiet space, this will be very helpful because when you close your eyes, you get to relax your eyes your physical eyes, because everything you do in meditation is looking within. It's not using your physical eyes to look with. All right? So as you close your eyes, you could just decide, oh, yeah, eyes, thanks for everything. You can relax now. You can rest. And immediately, as you start to look, you start to use more and more, your third eye, your inner eye, your mind's eye, okay? So now, with your eyes closed, feet on the floor, give yourselves a deep breath, Ah, or two or three, yeah. And continue breathing, of course. (laughs) And as you let go, uh, you need to have grounding. So imagine a giant tree trunk. And just imagine that giant tree trunk as vividly as you can. It's imagination, so you could imagine anything you want. But just imagine this tree trunk extending. You're you're sitting on it, and it's extending all the way to the very center of the earth. And imagining it anchoring in to the center of the earth. And then the side you're sitting on, it's flat, comfortable. And as you're sitting on it, imagine this tree trunk, the top part going into the body, and again, this is all imagination, and energy. So you know it doesn't, it doesn't uh, hurt or <laughs> it doesn't have to uh, be separate. It goes into the body and it connects into your first chakra, the energy center that's just above the tip of your tailbone, inside your body. And when you connect it, notice what happens. So just imagine, continue to know, have certainty, that this grounding is connecting your first chakra, just about the tip of your tailbone, to the center of the earth. And just now, be aware and imagine being in the very center of your head. This is another practice you can do anytime, day or night, as you think about it. Oh, call yourself back. Call your awareness back the very center of your head and as you're in the center of your head notice that point of clarity neutrality and awareness that's always there in the very center of your head that never changes but around there could be all kinds of noise all kinds of chatter all kinds of emotional upheavals or disturbances of all manners and that's okay when you're in the center of your head that part of you will find neutrality and stay neutral. Okay, let everything be. Everything else might be screaming, but you could even be neutral about the screaming, about this impulse to jump around, or yell, or get angry, or afraid and run away. Any of that comes up, but you're still neutral in the center of your head. This is key, and this is why it's so important that you clear your head. So you could have this sanctuary of neutrality in the center of your head. Okay, so one really quick tool to actively clear out your head. I'd like you to imagine an image of a rose right out in front of you, okay? Still with your eyes closed, so you're imagining and seeing it with your mind's eye, not your physical eyes. Physical eyes are resting even more. So as you imagine this rose, beautiful rose, out in front of you, now, the same way, imagine it exploding. Ah, in a flash of light. Brilliant flash that goes, whoosh, <laughs> Like fireworks sometimes.
1: It's more fun rather than a
2: violent explosion. Yeah, and then imagine another rose. Ah and then imagine that rose exploding in a flash of light. Notice how simple and clear, okay? This is imagining another rose, please, and then imagine it exploding. There's no effort. There's no, you don't have to concentrate, you don't have to try hard or anything. In fact, if you notice you're putting any kind of effort trying into doing this, stop for a moment, and then back up. Oh yeah, let go of any effort. In fact, this time, would you imagine another rose? And this time, just decide, you're gonna let go of any trying, any effort in doing any of this. When you're doing any kind of psychic work, effort holds it back, effort stops it. Okay, so you want to just start to practice letting go of any time you're going, okay, I got to do this right. I got to, I got to get this right. Oh, it's not working quite right. All that kind of, that's all effort. Let it all go. Put it into the rose. And then imagine the rose with all that effort, energy, or anything you let go of exploding. And you're just letting it go. So exploding that image is a way of letting everything neutralize. And you let it go. You don't have to hold on to it. In this space of creating and destroying, imagining something and letting it go, there's no responsibility at this point. You you haven't made the commitment, the decision to bring it forth, to say it, to do it in the physical world. Until then, there's no responsibility. So, would you imagine another rose? Okay. And this time, would you look around inside your head and say, hello, anybody here? (laughs) Anyone else here besides me? (laughs) And notice what starts to stir, what starts to pop up. You might start to see images of people's faces. Some you might know, some you might not know. Have a clue who they are. That's all right. Okay. And just any of those images of people's faces or whatever bodies, just let it go into the rose. And as you say hello inside your head, like, you know, when you walk into a room and you don't know if anybody's there yet, you walk in and you go hello, hello. You look around the room and you direct your hello in various corners of the room. Ah. Go ahead and do that in your own head and so you're in the center of your head and you're looking around inside the rest of your head and saying hello because when you say hello it starts to bring your awareness to the variety of energies that are in that space in your head and just decide that any energies that get loosened up inside your head that don't belong to you. Imagine it just flowing out of your head, you just letting it go, and it flows out of your head and flows into that rose in front of you. And just imagine it, you can see the colors or or the quality, the lightness, the darkness of the energy, whatever, going out from your head into that rose. And when it goes in, imagine it, going kaboom and in a bright flash of light imagine it exploding and as it explodes it neutralizes whoever's energy was in your head it just completely neutralizes it makes it recycling worthy (laughs) and it naturally goes back to whomever it came from it doesn't matter if you know or not it just goes back to whomever it came from so actually every time you do this you're helping whoever inadvertently or purposefully climbed into your space huh you're forgiving them you're just going it's okay I'd rather have my the sanctity of my own head and my own awareness and energy rather than fighting you or blaming you for something you know blame always holds on to whatever you're blaming whoever you're blaming. So, when you explode it, it's it's a way of forgiving. It's a way of going, "Okay, I rather have my space. I'd rather be happy than right." All right? And so, now would you imagine another rose? Ah. Okay. Now, would you kind of consider in the last day or two or three, have you had any trouble with any particular person? You know, they offended you, or you've been struggling communicating with them, or they've been a real pain, (laughs) or something.
1: Michael's being nice about that.
2: (laughs) And so, then, let that person's image kind of show up in your head, and would you put that image into the rose in front of you, and then just decide, okay, if I have any of this person's energy in my space, especially in my head right now, I'm going to let it go. I'm totally letting go of this person's energy that's in my head. And just imagine how much energy is coming out of your head and going into that rose with the picture of that person in it. Ah, and once that's all in that rose, now imagine the whole rose exploding in a flash of light. Don't worry. This doesn't hurt somebody else when you do this. It just neutralizes all their energy where it's not supposed to be, not in your space. But it releases it. You give it back to them and in a completely neutral place where they can use it again. Okay? And hopefully... Next time they use it, they'll use it in a manner that's much more beneficial to not only themselves, but to everyone else around them. Okay, so this is, this is the basic part, but to make this even more effective, as you're grounded first and in the center of your head, I'd like you to imagine the earth energy flowing in through the bottoms of your feet, going through the middle of your legs, there's channels going through the middle of your legs, all the way through to your first chakra where your grounding tree trunk is connected, okay? And you don't have to worry if excess energy, earth energy goes into your first chakra. When you're grounded, it just naturally grounds the excess off. And then imagine this beautiful, light, golden, cosmic energy flowing in from the top of your head and it naturally goes down. Once it goes into your crown chakra at the top of your head, it flows down four back channels, four channels in your back alongside your spinal column and flows down into the first chakra. Ah, notice the difference. And then the mixture, imagine the mixture of about 85% cosmic and 15% earth energy flowing up the two channels through the middle of the body all the way out to the top of the head out of the crown, like a beautiful, continuous, golden fountain of energy. Imagine also that as it's flowing up those two channels, it's flowing through all the energy centers and going across the shoulders, down the arms, and out your hands, through the palms of your hands, the hand chakras. So now you have the cosmic and earth energies flowing through your body. And as you continue this practice, Ah, more and more energy is going to start to loosen up. And now you can imagine one more rose in front of you. Let it go of any other energies in your head and put it into that rose. And imagine it exploding in a flash of light and you releasing it completely. Give yourself a deep breath and finally finish this meditation with a beautiful, imagine a golden sun above your head full of life. Life force energy. And bring it all in gently from the top of your head and fill up your entire body, your entire space, and especially fill up all the new space in your head. Stretch and finish by bending over, draining off all the excess energies out of your hands, neck, shoulders, and head. And when you come back up, open your eyes, look around the room, congratulate yourselves.
1: Uh, We have our second break coming up, if you can believe it already. If you don't have a copy of Michael's profound first book, You Are the Answer, Discovering and Fulfilling Your Soul's Purpose, you can get it through our website or through Amazon.com. It'll certainly be worth your while to read it. If you go to our website, be sure you sign up to be on our mailing list to find out our activities. When we return, we'll continue our exploration of some valuable psychic tools you can use to clear out your head. See you in a couple of minutes. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
3: at 8 a.m. Pacific time on Voice America Empowerment and get ready to soar. Things Worth Considering airs live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. What makes someone successful in their field? On Transformational Energy Leadership, Dr. Matthew Allen Woolsey speaks to amazing guests who share their ideas, advice, tips, and tricks as to what defines success for them. The result is positive transformation for you. You'll learn that personal energy is the key to make it work, and you'll hear through actual examples how to bring that positive transformation to life. Listen live every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Are you where you want to be right now? We live our lives sometimes looking at others and thinking, the grass is always greener on their side, not realizing that we have the power within us to pursue our dreams. It begins with a head start in the right direction. And that head start is with host Carla D. Walker and From the Inside Out believe in your abilities and take action listen live every tuesday morning at 9 a.m eastern time and 6 a.m pacific time on the voice america empowerment channel
2: success starts here voice
0: america it's your world you are listening to living the miracle michael and Raphael would love to hear from you Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Great to have you back.
1: Today we're offering you a few psychic tools to clear out your head. I have to say before I hand this back over to Michael, um, my... Beginning time of learning these tools, many, many years ago in the early 1980s, I came from a family of very nearsighted people. And one of the benefits I have found with being in the center of my own head and clearing everyone out is I could always see better. Mm -hmm. Even physically. Even physically. Because a lot of times when there's a lot of attention in your head, it affects your physical body. And it certainly did mine, and I can always tell because if someone was in my head when I was driving, I couldn't see the street signs very well. If I had done a meditation uh, just before I got in the car to drive, you shouldn't do the meditation while you're driving, (laughs) at least not the type that Michael just did. But um, there are other techniques, of course, you can use when you're wide awake like that and driving, but I always found that it was much better. I could see better. I was more aware around me. And I was a much safer person to be on the road with, <laughs> being as I learned to drive in Detroit and all. So, Michael, you want to yeah. talk a little bit about that?
2: And, you know, uh, uh, these tools uh, that I just thought in the last segment, you could use it in different stages. Uh, when Raphael's talking about, oh, yeah, you know, Obviously, don't close your eyes and do this meditation while you're you're driving or uh, operating heavy equipment or anything, or, or even cooking, you know. But one thing you can do is, one of the things that I've practiced for years and years and years, once I learned to do this, is when I get back, get in the car, especially if I'm in the driver's seat, if I get in the car and you put your safety belt on and everything, I spend just like 30 seconds or 15 seconds grounding. I don't have to close my eyes even. I'm just imagining, oh yeah, reminding myself to ground. See, at this point, I've done this for so long. If I just even think about it, I'm done. I'm there. Right? So you're going to, when you practice this enough, it's going to get to that place where you don't know, have to go through the all, all the steps that I showed you, but it's just putting your attention. Oh, yeah, am I grounded? Yes. Okay. Got my safety, safety belt on. I'm grounded. And then I might even close my eyes for like three seconds and find the center of my head. Huh, am I back in the center of my head? Aware? Am I really here? And that's a great way. Really, it affects all kinds of things down the line, but it's a great way to start if you're gonna drive a car. Yeah, you wanna be aware and alert. And then you open your eyes and, you know, you go for it. And you'll find not only you'll be a lot safer driver, but you'll be so much more aware in everything. And you'll enjoy driving so much more instead of rushing around from one place to another. We all tend to like especially you know over the holiday seasons and all that kind of stuff. People are rushing around rushing around. And and it's tough because it's it's a time we want to celebrate but we're rushing around and I got to I got to hurry up so I can go celebrate.
1: <laughs> I need to do this, I need to do that. Yeah, so you're ahead of yourself. Exactly. Out of your head.
2: So it only takes 30 seconds or or 15 seconds just to Ground and center yourself, your awareness in the center of your head. So if you could do even just that, it's better than a coffee break, right? And you'll start to, as you practice this throughout the day, I mean, you don't have to do this every every five minutes or anything. No, when you find yourself kind of getting spaced out, or when you find yourself under stress or, you know, running around, ah, oh, okay, ground, center of the head. That's the beginning. Next, if you have a little more time, like I mentioned earlier, uh, once or twice a day for even 15 minutes at a time. That's about how long I walked you through that meditation in the segment two. You know, 14, 15 minutes. You could do just that short version once or twice a day. And you'll find if you do this consistently, more and more you'll start to notice when you're not in the center of your head. You'll start to notice when you're invaded. <laughs> Herd of turtles have run through your head and you can't even see straight. And you don't have to spend the rest of your day like that or develop a headache later on because of that. No, you can stop right there and go, I'll take, you know, a ten minute break if you can, or 15 minutes, or even five, or even two or three, okay? Whatever you have, give yourself that chance to regroup. Center the head, grounding, and if you have a little more time, you can start to run the energy, earth and cosmic energies, and then create that rose. Put energy, even if you have no clue what's what's going on, you can just go, okay, Whatever energy that's in my head that's not mine, okay? Your awareness is amazing. It responds exactly and specifically to what you ask for it. So when you ask your awareness, okay, just I'll let go of any energy in my head that's not mine. It's not doing me any good, cluttering up stuff. All right, let's let it go. And it doesn't matter what kind of form it's in, just imagine it leaving your head and putting it into that rose and kaboom, exploding it. So now when you practice this in an actual meditation space, grounding, center of the head, running energy and getting yourself into that place and imagining that rose, exploding that rose and all of that, then on a everyday level while you're at work or you're with your family or you know, out in a social environment or party, whatever, and you find yourself going, whoa, I'm just getting inundated. Stop for a moment. And you don't have to do all that stuff. Just ground and then center the head, neutral.
1: Just come back to
2: yourself. Yeah, come back to your space. And okay, that just takes, you know, five minutes, five, five seconds. And then imagine that rose put all that overwhelm energy, all that excess stuff that you can't handle, you get overwhelmed because you're trying to solve and handle energies you can't solve or handle because it's not yours. Your own energy, you don't have a problem with it. Other people's energies, if you try to do something about it, you're going to have a lot of problems because you can't, it's not yours to do something about it. So you put their energy, whatever energies that's not yours, you can't solve, you can't do anything about, put it in the rows, and then kaboom! And even just that will help you redirect, will help you change your direction to more of being yourself again, to being and having your space again, to being more grounded. So even if you only have like three seconds, it will help you. And then when you have a little extra time on your coffee break, spend a little bit of that coffee break just sitting someplace quietly and doing a little bit of this.
1: When I was first learning this, <clears throat> I was working in one of the big eight accounting firms. And what I would do is I was I would take my bathroom break, my five-minute bathroom break, and get myself in a stall. <clears throat> and I would these tools and it was just amazing because this place that I worked as beautiful as it was inside it was a very very difficult energy you know everybody's think think thinking all the time yeah so and then not only thinking
2: themselves but thinking what you're thinking and (laughs) second guessing what you're guessing Uh, when people do that they tend to climb into your head
1: that's right Michael has a a pretty cool story about a, a police officer that once came into the Institute that was telling him about how he caught people uh, when oh. they were driving through the Caldecott tunnel or something like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Talk about that, Michael. Yeah,
2: and the uh, outskirts of Berkeley, California. Um, <laughs> once I noticed, you know, I used to drive through this tunnel um, on a daily basis, practically. And then I caught, I, I felt a little attention and I noticed, Oh, there's a, what do you call it? A, a patrol car, or a CHP car hiding on, behind the tunnel on one side where people are coming out. And this was during kind of the, you know, rush to get to work and all that stuff. And going, "Oh, tricky, tricky." So, I noticed it's the same cop car there every day every morning for a few days. So, one time and then I saw him, you know, almost every time catching people. And and one time he caught three cars at the same time. I was impressed. He just goes and he had such command of that road <laughs> that he was able to get all three cars to move to the side and he, he ticketed all three of them for speeding. So one day I had a little extra time. So I, I found a way, I go, okay, I can't just go the way he went because then I get, you know, ticketed or arrested uh, because I'm not a cop, but I want to go talk to him. So I found a way to park my car in a legal place, walk over above the little great hill and get to the other side of the uh, tunnel where this cop was parked. And I, I, <laughs> I really surprised him. Uh, I knocked on his window. He just practically jumped. And he looks at me, rolls down the window, and he's looking at me really suspicious. And I said, can I ask you a question? And he goes, uh, okay. And I said, you know, I've I've seen not really you, but your car. And the other day I saw you round up three sp- speeders and, and just... Corraled them and ticketed them and I was very impressed. And he said, Oh well, wow, thank you. <laughs> I said, but my question is, I didn't see you using a speed gun, and I saw you flip on your lights and siren and start chasing them practically. You were you were already going when the first of those three cars came out of the tunnel. And and I said, I'm very impressed. You must be psychic. He said, oh, no, you know, that's hogwash.
1: <laughs>
2: and I said, well, tell me, how did you know that, that those cars were going to be speeding when they came out of the tunnel? And he said, well, that's easy. He said, every single person who's speeding is driving ahead of themselves.
1: He was totally psychic. He could completely see their spirit yeah, coming he could out see of that their tunnel energy. before their car. Yeah, he could, he could see their
2: energy. And he goes, okay, that one's a speeding. He already starts to track him down. That's why he was able to catch three cars, speeding cars, all at once. And I said, that's impressive. I said, do, do you find this every time? He says, every single time. If they're ahead of themselves, trying to get somewhere fast, they're going to be speeding.
1: So be careful about being in the middle of your head while you're driving. Yeah. I think that's the theme of the story, right?
2: Yep. They were, (laughs) none of those people he ticketed were in the center of their head. And they were so far ahead. He knew. He didn't even have to clock them. He knew they were speeding.
1: Yes. And I was working in a place one time where uh, it was a painting contractor firm And one of the painters came in, and he had made some kind of a mistake. And the boss went up to him, got right in his face, and he's saying, do you see what you did? And then he went closer to his face, and he went, think, 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 (laughs) just like that. And having had this psychic training, I'm watching him climb right into this guy's head, and the guy was like, ooh, he couldn't even answer.
2: Yes, that happens to so many of us. It was tough for him. Yeah, when you're talking to somebody who totally climbs into your head. You forget everything you were going to say. You go, oh, God, uh, uh, uh. normally I'm fairly intelligent, <laughs> but right <laughs> now, I. I blah, blah, blah. if you find yourself like that, check it out. <laughs> Clear out your head, get back in the center of your head, and you'll be intelligent again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. And forgive yourself when that happens because most of us sensitive people have that sort of thing happen. Um, Excuse me. I have a frog in my throat today.
2: Really?
1: Yes, indeed. You know, I had my very first performance um, on stage when I was 17 years old, and I had the same thing happen where I, I had been practicing and really working on my songs and everything. And I started singing, and I couldn't remember the words. And I jumped off the stage in total humiliation. And it wasn't until many years later that I realized what had happened. So these are all good reasons to keep your head clear. Well, we're coming to the end of our show. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you've enjoyed it and gained some new insights and tools. Let us know about your experience of our shows by emailing us at Living the Miracle radio at gmail.com. Next Wednesday on Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura, we've lined up for you, knock, knock, anybody home, being present in your body. Tune in and learn to get back into your body as the spirit that you are. <clears throat> You'll have some more energy, be more successful, and be happier please keep spreading the word about our show and share it on social media until then be inspired use your imagination and follow your intuition joyfully this is living the miracle with michael and raphael tamora we will see you next week
0: we appreciate your joining us today